0: This episode of Project Random Podcast was recorded at Archibika Studios, Lagos, Nigeria. This is the Project Random Podcast. Yay! Okay, so so I am back again. And this time, well, we're doing a series on wellness, healing, and trauma. Not in that particular order, but (laughs) like we're talking about basically trying to help you cope. And this is the COVID times. Like there is no better time to learn how to heal, -heal, self-heal, self-care. There's no better time to learn how to to center yourself and meditate and understand what you've been through. There's no outside noise. Now you have a lot of time to think. I mean, for some people, it's distressing because now they have to think about all the wicked things they've done. (laughs) But, um, (laughs) but, um, for... i'm sorry but for most people who have been the victims of trauma right now they have a lot of time on their hands to reflect on the trauma they've been through um, so trauma could be psychological, it could be physical, it could be emotional, it could be any of those things, and it could obviously hurts a lot. And obviously, because of that, we tend to gravitate towards certain behaviors. Oh, before I go into the example, sorry, my bad, I am going to introduce a guest. She's been here before. Her name is Batsita. She's a doctor and a scientist and an all-around cool awesome person you know one of the few that i know so let's say hi to everyone
1: hi everyone it's Tet here looking forward
0: to
1: this podcast (laughs) okay i've been giggling like the whole time you've been talking you've been touching on all the points that we're (laughs) going to talk about just so we we remember this center You, you mentioned think something about centering oneself i think that's essentially what healing is is about but yeah go on Hi,
0: it's Busy Touch here. Awesome, awesome. So, um, so I, don't I was know saying. Why I have to say that again, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> it was very necessary that they know the name must be imprinted. You know. Indeed. So, <laughs> first thing that I wanted to talk about was how we change behaviors based on trauma. So, how someone has a car accident and suddenly decides never to drive again, decides never to drive again, or takes the Milan Bridge was robbed on Land Bridge and decides, you know what, I'm never taking Land Bridge ever again. If I'm ever going to take it, it's always going to be during the day. Do you understand? Or um, my heart was broken by a Nigerian Yoruba (laughs) demon. (laughs) And because of that, I I am never, I'm never dating a Yoruba guy again. Oh, so you know I because know, people people form behaviors on that and it's of course I know we have That's to just like typical PTSD yeah so we, we have to yeah. we have to also obviously we have to acknowledge the fact that everyone reacts to pain differently I was reading somewhere how you know sometimes even when you aren't even like you're not even the one going through something you can kind of feel the pain of another and people like that um, they're called empaths so You can be empathetic to somebody else's pain, and so, for example, you know you know that this person is going through so much pain, and you're feeling like the way you would feel if you were actually the one going through the pain. Yeah, so you can be an empath and you could also feel the pain and also suffer PTSD or suffer some form of recoiling because of this experience, because you are experiencing this other person's pain. And then you're like, nope, I don't want to go through that. I'm never going through that. And because of that, I will never do this or do that. Or I will, you know, live my life in a certain way because I don't want to do this. It's just like, um some guys going, seeing their wives giving birth and they're like, yup, never, you're never having oh, yeah. another child, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, cool.
1: like seeing like, that whole experience becomes a bit too much.
0: Yeah. yeah so, you, you know, I'm, you're never, I'm never letting you go through that again. Cause I almost lost you, you know, stuff like that. So it's basically understanding your pain and then growing from it and realizing that it is pain and it will ease. First things first, I would like to ask you trauma. How do you identify that you've been through trauma?
1: Um, For me, so it's always best if you do have a personal experience to Mm -hmm. use that as an example. So I would use mine. I've um, been in a situation where I was in hospital for quite a long time in um, intensive care and my take on PTSD is I crushed it I was so angry (laughs) I was so angry that the anger for those who understand anger management and all these different types of emotions that we experience that they're fine lines to every type of behavior that we have you know there's some people that they would say they're borderline this borderline that but once I woke up and um i realized that a lot of things that i was able to do prior which wasn't a long time ago i wasn't able to do so from walking talking apparently i'd lost um
0: your motor skills
1: yeah my mother yeah aside from that i'd even lost um some of like a vital part of my memory because i couldn't remember quite a lot of things i was angry but then that also helped me heal faster Because I just told, so I'm Muslim, so I prayed to God that if I was able to do this prior to me being in hospital, then I want to be able to do it again. So I took that perspective and I helped myself heal faster, obviously with his help. So what I would do is I got really um, uncomfortable being around quite a lot of people. Um, So what I did is I literally left home. -hmm. My walk was wobbly. I couldn't care less. (laughs) My walk was wobbly. My stance wasn't the best. My the flex muscles in my system wasn't the best. Even if I was gonna cross the road, I had to be extra attentive. Mm -hmm. Noise was just unbearable because everything just seemed too loud. But Mm -hmm. guess what I did? I got on the underground station and I went to the terror station at a time when I knew it would be packed. Wow! <laughs> just, so you just so, so you it. basically I, I exposed yourself in the in the middle of it, yeah? Yeah, exposed because yourself I to taken, stimuli.
0: Pardon? As in, you exposed yourself to the stimuli, basically. To basically. like
1: literally, like if if this is what I'm feeling and I'm feeling a bit uncomfortable about being around people, you know what? Ideally, I should have just obviously I couldn't. My parents would never let me travel at that time. But ideally, I should have just gone to you know, Lagos Island <laughs> and just found myself doing one thing or on the other but obviously because I could only use what I had so I went to Victoria Station and I walked through the crowd so you have like where the platforms are mm-hmm. I went through W.H. Smith I went towards Accessorize I came back
0: oh, well, wow these like places are always, so crowded. always so crowded they're always so crowded I was a bit wobbly
1: and because you know like the crowds are constantly going like like really fast you have people who are trying to get their train because it's just one minute to go you have some mm-hmm. people who so it's like extremely rowdy mm-hmm. but I, I was so pleased I did that and guess what the, the the important thing that I realized when I was leaving like when I was going back like underground I was crying I don't know why I was crying I was crying because it's like why did I even have to go through that but then obviously as muslim you just are more thankful for the present moment you're in Mm -hmm. as opposed to questioning and asking like you i'm grateful that i'm even able to do it unaided like i didn't have to wait for anyone i didn't have to have like support worker with me even though my part of my discharge plan was to have a support worker with me and i'm like nah man i'm not about that life the whole (laughs) point like i feel like i was born to understand science so much that I would be able to help people so I had to be my own doctor and I had to be my own scientist I literally discharged myself hmm. from the hospital the only person that I went to see which was important was the neurologist just yeah. to make sure that there was nothing wrong with my brain
0: yeah and
1: once I got my you know all clear from the neuro- neurologist I just knew that I had to take care of myself so apparently from what they gather initially they thought it was encephalitis. so it's like the swelling of the brain mm-hmm. and then at some point they thought it was something else so they thought it was lots of different things but from my perspective it was to an extent burnout like I was just burnt out I was setting up my company at the time and I just had so many different things that I had going on so healing oftentimes you might not even be aware that you're you're going through it because for me to have gotten to a point of burnout I must have been exhausted Mm -hmm. but once I got round to realizing that I literally had to take care of myself Mm -hmm. hence the healing process I had to educate myself I had to find what what was best for me and like you said earlier um, when you started the introduction about how important it is for people to center themselves so you can't I couldn't type you online and read other people's stories and try and relate it to myself. No, my experience was different. Like yeah, it's personal. Deeply personal.
0: Dep- it is personal. Is, yeah, yeah.
1: Of, of course, regardless of how similar it is, we're supposed to learn from each other. But you have to acknowledge what you've been through. You have to also acknowledge what you feel like you did to contribute to. You, you, have, to. you have to. You have to. You have to acknowledge what you feel like you did to contribute to your um, to that point. Where you had to go through that traumatic experience. There's mm-hmm. some people, unfortunately, maybe haven't gotten to that point. And however, even when they get to that point, they don't know how to. So not everyone would be able to do what I did. Yes, I understand that. Mm-hmm. But it's very, very important to realize that you have to acknowledge certain things for you to be able to move forward. So yeah, that's my experience in regards to you know trauma. But I just I couldn't I couldn't bear it, man. I couldn't imagine having to rely on, on other people I my mom yeah and I taking walks um so like I had to strengthen my leg muscles mm-hmm. I lost so much you know everyone wants to lose weight but <laughs> I like my body a certain way I lost too much weight I was like now nah, I need to get back so there are lots of different things that the only thing I know it might sound a bit like silly but what I actually really liked from you know, coming out of intensive care is my skin was so clear, and my hair was long, <laughs> which is good. It's good things, but those, those are part of the joys of like you know being Taking, able to take
0: acknowledge. yeah, take Pardon? stock, like to to think to think back and take stock of all the things you're grateful for and all the things that you know like pros and cons you know like just sit down and write oh Oh, pro you know my skin is clear you know con I was asleep for a long time (laughs)
1: like really of all things to talk about like your skin is like it was so clear for those who have like hormonal disbalance they understand that you have certain times when your skin just goes evil. Yeah. So for me to have had that, it was just like, wow! I didn't even do a skin peel, and my skin looks like... <laughs> oh my goodness! But yeah, so my, my experience with trauma, I've taken it on a completely different way. in In England, they do a lot of cognitive behavioral therapy. So for um, for a lot of people, they would start by making sure that you know they don't have anxiety, they don't have any depression. And because they're giving a lot of people medication anyway, so their, their state of mind isn't necessarily even the best to judge how they feel because it's already altered. So I did a water flush. I know it might sound like, what does trauma have to do with water? But I did a um, water flush because I knew I'd been in a hospital prior. This is just my own knowledge from from uh, just general research that i'd done prior mm-hmm. um i did a water flush so not just i wasn't just thinking of my mental health i was thinking of my emotional health my wellness my fitness so it was everything i had to take a holistic approach to trauma mm-hmm. but every single it, it still actually happens until i think maybe about a month or two months ago i had um vertical so i was mm-hmm. feeling quite dizzy so i was like, there we go again (laughs) we'll have for now but I couldn't tell why so I was told to go and do like a blood test and I just felt quite uncomfortable going to the hospital so regardless of how much I feel like I crushed it I went to Victoria I put myself in certain situations like I would just go to certain places like I didn't want to not want to be around people if that makes sense like I don't want to get to that point where I'm like oh no it gives you anxiety
0: to be around people yeah
1: yeah yeah so well I realized a couple of months ago that I still have it to an extent because I felt quite uncomfortable and I told the doctor Mm -hmm. immediately that I didn't want to go into hospital to have the blood test done so they had to book me into the surgery like to come into the clinic which is smaller Mm -hmm. to have the blood test done so regardless of how you like it's a constant practice regardless of how much you feel like you taking it on as much as you can because it's trauma and it's to do with your memories to do with your experiences if you're still around the same area and you're seen the same things mm-hmm. you would that you're ingesting
0: I was I was you, about to just it, say that yeah you, okay. you, you okay. still have the same problem like so for 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 yeah. most people right um, when I and I and I say this in from experience of my own trauma and you know basically Remove yourself from your triggers, right? So yes, you, you, not, not completely, not completely it. though, not completely though. And when I say not completely, I so I would say completely. Like, well, well, it depends. Legit, like you have to root it out. But it depends, right? So if if for right, example. Okay you're the type who had a car accident for example now right, removing right. yourself completely from the sphere of transportation does not make sense yeah. and then deciding right. you are never leaving your house does not make sense no no
1: no not it's not course. logical yeah mean, rooted completely for yeah. a period of time is just to flatten flatten the, <laughs> the curve <laughs> <laughs> flatten <laughs> the curve <laughs> 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 believe you're about to say that yeah okay so um, i'll use another one um, the reason why i said completely is memory is huge like it's a huge thing in regards to healing because why do you think you have certain um resorts that have um like their location are quite remote, so oftentimes something happens to certain people who can afford it. They go away from everything that has happened. It's just for a period of time. It's not like you expect never to to return, know, drive a car again, or yeah, or maybe be in a relationship again. No, but for a period of time, you know, just like we we understand everything um, for it to become whole requires a process. So even when we think about the moon, at some point it's like a, like a really like a stalk, like it's really thin, and at some point we see it half, and then at some point we see it whole. It's the same way with our system. If you take yourself to be completely, no one is like if you have a car, car, if you're in a car accident, and you have to be at home and you can't walk. So you know, it depends on the level of you know trauma. But if it's really, 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 you know, huge and it's impacted your life in such a way that you need to heal, you have to take yourself out of it completely. And the more you take yourself out of it completely, the faster you're able to heal. That's what I found that's worked for me as well as everybody else. I listened to um, um, quite a lot of um, healing podcasts and that's why I was really excited when you decided that you wanted to do it. And I said, yeah, it would make so much sense. A lot of people would love it is because everyone's, you know, approach and technique is different. However, we can all learn from each other. Some people, theirs would be to read a book. Some people would be to listen to something. There's some people who it might just be to spend more time with certain individual. And then that Mm -hmm. just fizzles a lot of things out of their memory. It doesn't mean you would remember it, but it wouldn't be as bad. It's like when you have a conversation with a really good you know, girlfriend, mm-hmm. about something that you're quite upset about,
0: and then you feel de- congested. You love, talk yeah, about different
1: thing. Yeah, yeah, you feel and de- de- congested. It's not like you it when you, you off
0: the. You don't feel yeah, as exactly. full of, it's like you forget of it. Of, yeah. yeah,
1: so so there's
0: something that um yeah. there's something that I um read up you know because when I decided I was going to do this topic, um I wanted to understand basically how trauma works, and how it relates to. How you can get from there, and using wellness techniques, and identifying um, what oh, even exactly what it is, because there are lots of people going through like mini traumas, and like, and when I mean mini uh, traumas, exactly adds up. Kind of adds up. Like, adds for example, sexual harassment from. Thing. Yeah, sexual harassment from the office, and it's one of the reasons why I decided to do this because I have a friend who's going through something like that, and you know she reported to her boss, but nobody's doing anything about it, and the guy is still sexually harassing her even now in isolation. So he's sending no way, no way. Y- yes way, <laughs> horny does not have a timeline. It <laughs> <He> does not. It <laughs> does not. stuff does not stop horniness. <laughs> so. <laughs> <Don't> stop <that. laughs> I believe that when it comes to a traumatic situation, you first have to even identify how you're feeling. You know, there's this method that was fully explained on a YouTube video by one with Pathros um, Goop. And so if you're basically trying to figure out Yourself, or try to, you know, understand yourself, right? Yeah. there's four aspects of every human. There's a body, there's the mind, there's the spirit, and there's the soul. The body never lies. Your body never lies, but the mind... The mind is a liar. The mind rationalizes. The mind can be infected with isms like racism, like like racism, like xenophobia, like tribalism, like... You know, so of nice behavior. capitalism. Yeah. So basically, the mind, the mind rationalizes. Like for example, a guy meets a girl, and he's like, Oh yeah, yeah. You know, we're just talking. We're just talking. We're sending messages back and forth. We're sending messages back and forth. Yeah. You guys seem like you're dating, but you're not really dating. At the moment she's like, Hey, so yeah. what's going on uh-huh. with us? And you're like, Oh, but I never asked you like, out. Well, what are we doing? Do you understand? What well, we're not doing anything. We're just yeah. talking. You know, we're just friends. I mean,
1: I ambitious girls. Like some girls are just like yo.
0: yeah Yeah. so so the moment the moment and then he will now rationalize it in his head like i never told her i was i was planning to date her i never told her that this was going anywhere i never did she was it's issues falling we're just kicking it it. if 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 she fell that's her business as long as you know she knows now that nothing is going on and you've kind of rationalized it in your head but guess what bra? you have traumatized the young lady that's what you have done. And you have... <laughs> I, think, I think it's 50-50. Girls do it, guys. Do it. No, no, I'm just saying, no, I'm in this Thank particular... In, no, I'm just saying, in this particular example, like, it, it could be anything, right? Yeah. It could be anything. It could be a job. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, you're putting some... Exactly, you're putting someone yeah, through hoops. Perfect. You're making the person come over from... 10 miles away to take an interview you tell the person to sit down the person sits down waits for 5 hours you finally see the person then you say okay yes we've seen the person but you need to go and come back again tomorrow because the main boss is not around and then you keep doing this nonsense and then the person feels like the person's getting the job only for them to get in and they're like oh sorry the candidate meets one of the staff and the staff is like bruh don't even try and work in this place they haven't paid salary in three months <laughs> <laughs> you know it's the same it's the same thing you know it's the same thing so I'm just <laughs> 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 like, like, like warning you like bruh this is not even this is not it you've not found job <laughs> oh my goodness So I'm just saying that basically that if you've set out, even if you didn't set out to hurt the the next person and you do that, eventually you should, you should apologize. You should find a way to make amends and apologize. I mean, it's also part of the healing process. It's, it's easier if you get a good apology from the person who hurt you. So if you break someone's heart, you go ahead and say, Hey, babe, if you're aware of
1: it, if you're aware of it,
0: yeah, if you're aware of it, yeah, yeah. like you, yeah. you you go ahead and say, oh, "Hey, I'm so sorry about that. I I really didn't mean to do that because, you know." And it, it doesn't make it makes it seem like it makes it seem like she's less crazy or he's less crazy, and you know, the whole gaslighting thing it doesn't work. And I and I hate to bring it back to relationships, but that's the most common type of trauma that most people go through. Really? Yeah. Maybe because of like. No, no, I mean, I mean, size from the major, like, that's the most common, like. I won't call it a mini course, trauma, but but that's the most of kind of like relationship trauma is the same, like it's called it could be your mom, it could be a mom and child, yeah. it could be yeah. a dad and child, yeah. it could be siblings. So 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 relationships generally. Um, it could be a work yeah, relationship. Perfect. Like maybe you realize that you were unnecessarily mean to Junior in the office. just didn't like his his vibe. And for that reason, instead of at least treating him with civility, you were unnecessarily mean querying him when it, when it wasn't necessary I mean your friends would do the yeah. exact same thing your friends in the office would do the exact same thing and you wouldn't do and anything about it, it and yeah. you overlook it but you, you pick on this person in the meeting you try to make belittle this person you need to apologize you need to because it's part of the healing yeah. process I mean they don't need your apology right but it's also good for you to acknowledge really, that exactly. what you did what was wrong, right. it's not just about them; it's also about you.
1: It's even more about you than it's about them. Yeah. The other day, a lot of people I know. It might sound very. Mm, so, <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> from from an Islamic perspective, for every good thing we do, mm-hmm. we're doing it for ourselves. Yeah. Because guess what? We we live longer. Dead i know that sounds a little weird we oh no,
0: let me say it again <laughs> we, do dead, but the, what? No, we spend more time dead <laughs> than we do alive i do understand that i think that's what you're trying to say yeah. right yeah that's
1: what i'm trying to say then. yeah and then i just molded it up <laughs> so if no no it's true like thank you like
0: no because we we're, we're both muslims so we both understand that to so some we extent understand
1: that concept yes so every single thing you're doing, like if you think you're doing someone a favor by being good to them, no, you're not. Mm-hmm. You're doing it for your own self. Yeah. So I think times when people realize that, as obviously as you grow older, it depends on your background. There's some people who, from when they're very little, they're quite um, respectful, courteous. And there's some people, I can't even stand it when people say, oh, that person is just so blunt. Mm-hmm. Oh, that person is just so... No, I know I'm quite sensitive. So regardless of blonde to no blonde mm-hmm. I always tell them if the same person who you're saying the person is so blonde and they, they're being rude but then you're using the word they're so blonde so there's a difference mm-hmm. you can be assertive and you don't have to be rude mm-hmm. but guess what these same people that they're you know tagging in as you know just because they're blonde, this blonde that, mm-hmm. if they needed a favor their tone changes yeah the manner isn't exactly so you can't tell me oh the person is blunt the person is this that's the reason mm-hmm. why they're talking to people anyhow yeah like you don't have to have gone through any traumatic experience for you to now to be a
0: decent person yeah. To. yeah yeah to exactly. be a decent there are some person people that
1: have to but there's some people who have you know the background where be you know the person or not mm. respectful towards them so and if you're not from that background mm-hmm. then you know, Yoruba people would stay if they don't teach you at home. I don't want to say Yoruba just so it doesn't sound like another language. To if they don't teach you at home, you learn it outside. They will teach you outside, by force. They will teach you outside, by force. I was going to say, but I wanted it to sound like proper. But I know, I know, I know, but, but yeah, it's, don't teach, it's such a Yoruba. Like probably even that way in Yoruba, like. About back for any, no, but yeah. I can say it like this. But I'm sure if someone who knows the real thing, they say that's
0: not how they say. So You've got be like, uh, no, listen, listen, this year Yoruba is very funny.
1: <laughs> that's what they all say.
0: This year Yoruba is very funny. It sounds like it's <laughs> no, British. What
1: I'm trying to say. Yes. Yeah. The truth is, if, oftentimes, like there's some things that we might have heard like this. um I just said now. Mm-hmm it's not un- like it's not until you experience some things outside you realize that well oh, actually what I was doing that time was out of order like some people have to go through that to realize and then there's some people even after they realize it mm-hmm. they would still continue doing it because mm-hmm. they don't have anyone checking them or telling them what they're doing is in good hence why it's very in the healing process again I wanted to mention that the company of people that you keep is mm-hmm. essential Mm. It, it's almost everything. It's almost like you being put in a ward where, um, taking it back to your hospital is you, you're put in a ward where all of you are going through, you're all on some kind of machine right? Mm. Just beeping, mm. and they're just wondering if you guys are going to wake up or not, mm. compared to you being put in a ward
0: where, where their like, children and you know, yeah. lots of people yeah, exactly. so coming once to see you family. Better,
1: you have to be conscious of the company of people you keep they have to be people who want to do better for themselves and they would be good examples for you. Okay. So it's, it's, it's a holistic approach. I I would say in terms of like healing, some people learn it bit by bit from, you know, like the experiences, but there's some people that from the start, it's a holistic approach that they take to, to healing.
0: Okay. So, um, one the thing I wanted to say about the body thing right and I and I, and yeah. I feel like this is really important identifying what causes you pain and what <clears throat> causes you trauma yeah. um, or co- what causes your trauma Anyways, yeah. Um so the idea is to basically you know sit in the place because okay. you need to identify the signs when you are being right, in okay. trauma or when you so are is, bear with me here, because I maybe my okay. English is not is not quite making sense. No no But, <laughs> no. but um, what I'm trying to say is okay, so for example, let's assume that you are in a situation and you don't know, say you don't know what to do, you don't know if you should go keep going or you should go back, right? So okay. so the idea is find sit down somewhere, somewhere quiet most likely. And meditate. And and please don't knock it. Knock it. Don't knock the meditating thing. It doesn't No, doesn't, No, I'm no, not you. I'm talking to people who no, 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 listen no, to the, the podcast. Because <laughs> some of them, like yeah. I'm sure somebody's rolling his rolling his or her eyes right now. I'm like, right. But yeah, I get it. But at some point they but, might have they might called it
1: that. Yeah. I think because like you know the whole world just does this whole thing. Yeah. So they feel like so that, that's but, what it has Yeah, but be. that's not but that's and not you what have it is. Yeah.
0: Moments. So you have to now sit down somewhere. Um, most times my reflective moment is when I am praying and, you know, sometimes I just have a moment of quiet where I am not even saying anything. I'm just focused. I'm just focused on God and focused on how I am feeling. Right. Feeling. Yeah. 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 So you can sit down and, you know, it's optional. Close your eyes, open it, whatever. Um, closing your eyes works because darkness would help you kind of center yourself better um oh. sit down somewhere and center yourself and when i mean center breathe easy and it's just basically hope like not being tell- distracted by yeah. everything else yeah and then just basically say you know what like keeping in your mind all the things that are causing pain to get out of my system and you do all that i mean Don't, like I said, don't knock it. Try it first before you do it. Before you say it doesn't work. Now imagine when you feel the congested, when you feel like you are now exactly, when you feel like you are empty to some extent, you can now say, okay, you know what? You can now think of the thing that gives you the most happiness, right? And it could be a person, it could be your dog, it could be, your job it could be ice cream jiget it could be anything so just think about that thing or that person or that animal that gives you the most joy and notice what your body does or how your body feels you know for most people they say oh i feel a tingling i feel my heart feels full like i feel i personally feel like i'm erupting when i'm happy i feel joy overflowing in my heart and that's when I eat ice cream (laughs) that's when I eat ice cream so um I know I know I know there but that was for me that was the thing that I used you know ice cream because there's no happiness like filling your belly to be honest (laughs) but for me just imagine that thing or that person that gives you the most happiness and focus on that and note how it makes your body feel now also decongest start the process again and then think of the thing you hate the most if it's your job ice cream it could be anything that you hate the most because you are lactose intolerant (laughs) You know, it could be anything.
1: I'm not judging here. And it's between that. you and yourself. So, think, think of that, that thing. Oh, but, there's, <laughs> but now we have quite a lot of um, vegan ice cream.
0: Yeah. But like I said, yeah, it could yeah. be anything. It could just be anything. Yeah. And if you once you realize the thing that and then you, you Well,
1: you could just think about the fact that you have some companies who now make vegan ice cream. <laughs>
0: Exactly. And that could be your trigger, like wow, what did they make you with? <laughs> <laughs>
1: anyway, so you oh could have God. that. You could have that. You could see that. It's down actually the same. The sim- I think what, what you're trying what you're trying to point out is it's often the most simple things. Like mm-hmm. you need to ground yourself so much that you can um, center yourself, and it's like the simple things mm-hmm. that you might have taken for granted. Yeah. That you'd actually... That's actually, actually appreciating about yourself yeah. or your life mm-hmm. and it could even it might not even be something external mm-hmm. it can be something internal it could be that I forgive when someone does something to me mm-hmm. you know it could be that that you love about yourself it could be the fact that you're that person that every even though sometimes it can be quite exhausting if you're that person who everyone comes to to talk to because oftentimes you need to talk to someone too. Yeah, it and, could be that you love yeah. about yourself so it doesn't yeah. even always have to be external it could be um Internal. something within yourself yeah. it but I, I get what you mean
0: yeah i was i was still telling someone recently that i i feel like i have a gift the people open up to uh-huh. me people that ordinarily don't open up to other people open up to me Like yeah. like yeah. and for me it's it's a gift and i don't take it lightly because it for me for me yeah. it's 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 important for people to talk about themselves and talk about what they're going through and yeah it's not just the Everyone fact that yeah there. it's not Everyone just the fact that you are there. that you trust me but it's also the fact that talking about these things help you and help me help you yeah. you know so that's one part of it so a, a, a part of the the now feeling this energy this bad energy right for most people for me i wouldn't say most people because i don't know i always feel nauseated like when i think about the bad things i feel nauseated i feel when,
1: when you say bad things, what do you mean like but, things have happened to
0: you yeah things that have happened to me things that make me feel you know like things that caused me trauma in the or past sad. or sad so i feel oh, okay. nauseated like not like small nauseated like extremely nauseated like i could yeah. throw up right now Kind of nauseated, and I feel nauseated. I feel it's, it's
1: almost. I think it's called acute stress response. Yeah, but it, it's part of it. Okay. And I and I, I don't
0: I don't cry that much because I don't I don't know my tear duct is not as active. I'm as such a <laughs> <I'm> crybaby. <crying. laughs> my tear my tear duct it only works when I'm laughing. Maddie.
1: It only works when I'm laughing. But <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? Mm-hmm. Sorry to cut you cut you off. Mm-hmm. But guess what? A lot of a lot of um like healing in quote specialists and all these different people mm-hmm. they'll tell you not to hold back your tears if your tears want to roll down your cheeks like don't hold it back oh like, i don't i don't hold it back i just don't feel chair, that's the thing i don't just feel it,
0: the need to cry because i i mean i i, I, I sit down okay, and i'm like okay okay, okay, you okay know, that's a different thing yeah okay that's different so i'm not i'm not holding back anything it's uh, when it's really okay, tough okay. and it wants to come out i let it come out Do you understand? But at best, it's one tier or two tiers. It never comes out... Like, I'm not bawling. I'm not, like... It's, it's a little, like, it's weird because I'm female, and the idea is that, you know, females cry all the time, females are very emotional, and I'm not, and I'm not like that. Do you get I'm not, do you get say I'm not even like that, like, I'm not emotional, I am not, like, good. yeah, so I'm not emotional, I'm not, and I, sometimes I feel like I'm a fake female. <laughs> like, if I wasn't biologically a female, I'd be like, yeah, like, if there's a way we could all be born with, um, like, instead of being born biologically a certain way, we were all born the same, and it was just the way you acted that showed whether or not you were female or male, I would most likely be a guy. <laughs> like, the way I, you know, because I'm not, like, I don't, I don't yeah, I think express pain. We... Yeah, I don't express pain the way most Dejective. people express pain. You know, most women deemed to express pain maybe i have a faulty screw somewhere no, you know no, because I, of that I
1: don't think so i don't think so my mom is like that
0: oh okay. my mom
1: is like that like, it's good to like, know that i'm not mind.
0: i'm not the only one
1: <laughs> no 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 and that's the reason why i think it's a perception of what it's like all pink blue thing mm-hmm. it's a perception of what we think a girl or a guy like even me i don't think i would if, if i was with a guy who maybe something happened to and was crying it's cool, but don't cry too much. Like, oh,
0: yeah, like you don't do enough stuff. Please stop. Kind
1: of I was, my, dad is really emotional. my dad is actually really emotional. Are, like you, my serious? Dad cries. Are you serious? Like I, was, I broke my arm when I was five. Mm-hmm. I went to Igobi mm-hmm. and while they were putting the the cast on my hand, you know, mm-hmm. they do it in bits. They put water and all these different things. He was crying, and Aww. I remember Dr. Ogunaike He ended up being a family friend. Dr. Ogunaike said, said "Sir, um, like you know, you have to be, um go out of the something something. You're distract. My dad was crying, and guess what? Aww. I wasn't crying. My mom wasn't crying. Oh my Aww. dad was crying. Aww. So he doesn't. I don't like a girl thing or a guy. Yeah express themselves
0: differently, differently yeah. yeah when i was younger i had <laughs> appendicitis yeah and really? yeah and um for like a month right they kept saying it was a stomach infection and i suffered through a lot of pain and throughout this whole time i didn't cry i mean i would groan i would moan i would scream and you know cry out but tears actual tears did not come out of my eyes Do you understand? And even when they were like, oh, they're going to take it out, I was like, thank God. They took it out. I remember coming to and my mom, I think I remember her crying, crying and holding my face. I'm like, "Oh, you're okay. I love you. You're fine. You're this. You're that. You're hey, like that. You know." Nasty, nasty. And then, and my dad, and my dad was just like, you know, just kept quiet in one corner and was just looking at me like, "Oh my God, my first daughter. <laughs> <laughs> my first child." Even days after the surgery, because I was told that I couldn't eat any, because. I woke up from the start because the pain was suddenly gone. Before they took it out, I couldn't eat or drink anything. I was always nauseated and even at that point, when I would try to eat anything, it was extremely hard to chew because it was like the pain was coming in waves. So the moment they took it out, the pain was gone. The only pain that was left was the residual, you know, the residual surgical site, obviously. And that was the only pain that was, and trust me, that pain was not even as bad as the pain that I was going through. Of course. The first thing I said was like, oh, I want to eat something. And they were like, oh yeah, so your bowls aren't moving yet. And so because of that, you can't eat anything. You're still going to be on drip. And I was like, oh wow, how do I get my bowls to move? Because I need to eat and drink something. I am so thirsty, (laughs) you know? And they were like, oh, you need to move around. I'm like, really? Say yeah. I'm like, okay, cool. So, the very next day, no, two days after, I stood up and I started walking. That's great. And I wasn't, and the thing is, before the surgery, I couldn't even walk. Like, I was in that much pain. They had to carry me into the, into the hospital. Like, I was in, on my bed for, for three weeks. I couldn't move. So, I stood up from bed. I mean, obviously, with the aid of the, the drip um, pole or whatever that thing is called, I, was, I yeah. moved around in the hospital, around the hospital ward, and I came back. And the doctor was like, I don't understand. Like, why are you walking already? <laughs> like, because I want to eat. <laughs> that, was my, that was my greatest motivation. Like, I needed to eat something. Like, you have no idea how hungry I am, you know? Perfect. What you
1: just said now, it's perfect. Yeah. It actually... Is part of, you know, like you said, like when it comes to trauma, it could be emotional, it could be mental, it could be Mm -hmm. this, it could be that. Mm -hmm. Mental stress is absolutely everything. I'll just do this plugin mm-hmm. so i'm actually looking for like an app developer i want to create an app called mind mm-hmm. so it's like mine because a lot of people are talking about like you know having like bubble butts and flat like <laughs> nice perfect <laughs> breast and all oh my this nice if only you knew that's it's
0: not relevant to a whole lot of things but it's all right
1: no, no I, I'm, I'm even saying how how we focus so much on certain things sometimes which is good it's, it's nice to look good of course definitely mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but oftentimes we don't pay as much attention to what actually drives the entire system what you just said now in terms of okay yes you you had just gone through an operation and you wanted to do something so you picked yourself up and you they're walking after like two days and i'm sure they would even say um that you should you know uh i can't remember how how many days but it depends on how if you had like keyhole surgery Mm -hmm. it depends on how many days they tell you i don't know what kind of surgery you had Mm -hmm. but then they'll tell you maybe two days a week or two weeks but the fact that you've got yourself mentally prepared for what you wanted hence like what you said you wanted to eat Mm -hmm. you got yourself together and you pushed yourself that's essentially the whole thing because you know if you picture this whole um guy or girl or woman in hospital where Mm -hmm. like you know they stand and you know they're trying to walk and the nurses are aiding them you know helping them and they're telling them you know go on you can do it go on you can do it it's your mental strength that is actually pushing you so for people who know and those who don't if you're able to build yourself mentally Mm -hmm. that you're so strong hence why i said it's not so much about like you know male or female, Mm -hmm. if you're able to build yourself mentally, Mm -hmm. every single thing that you then would experience in this life, you'd be able to pull through. Like I was telling, I know like Christians do a lot of like testimony and testament. in in Islam. We don't really do it. Well, yes, you do, but it's not not, like the main thing you focus on, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I was saying that if I was into like the church scene and I told them about my spiritual experience, like by now I would be like... (laughs) Everyone talking. You be about the poster. You be the poster child of a
0: miracle. You know.
1: <laughs> yeah, like like. Oh my goodness! But my mental strength actually helped me for a lot of things. Like there were so, things I wasn't able to. Do. So how just do like you? You do that now. Yeah. So how do you
0: build mental strength? Because the it's idea a, is a
1: never-ending process. But your intentions have to be very clear from the start. Yeah where it's attainable like if you think about it when when you read and even I guess in the Bible as well when you read of people who were like, extremely powerful mm-hmm. and in terms of um, position like a certain role they're in I'm not talking about like tyrants people who just rule by force or whatever but like those
0: who 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 rules rules, yeah yeah, who rules the
1: ranks right yeah their mental strength in terms of like i'm talking about people who maybe came from a particular background you didn't expect to get to a particular position compared Mm -hmm. to those who had like a good formal education or whatever i'm talking about people who had to go through everything to get to where they are right Mm -hmm. oftentimes their mental strength if they had a conversation with you know like maybe oprah or any of these people that's the underlying thing that they're all talking about their mental strength it wasn't so much about during this time i had a flat stomach or my body was this it was always i knew i could do it i wrote it down i did this i did that i surrounded myself with some people Mm -hmm. and i got there obviously often oftentimes we talk about these things like okay yes you you motivate yourself you talk about like affirmations and stuff well, affirmations are great. But what's greater is that you believe in those words yourself. Like, what's are uh, so powerful. But you see, the
0: thing about it is that why affirmations work is because you come from a place of disbelief to a place of belief. Mm. You know, yeah, so yeah, one, yeah, one, said, one like, moment you don't believe okay, what, it, what you're just saying it you, believe it. you know, I am great. I am powerful. I'll find love. The love is waiting for me out there money is waiting for me out there and you're saying it but you're like sarcastic when you're saying it the first few times do you get oh you're just going with the flow but you know eventually one day you wake up and you actually like and the reason why you probably believe it is because maybe you go out or maybe a client finally finally if client you've been chasing forever finally calls you I'm like hey i'm gonna give you a thousand dollars per day to do the thing that you know someone's trying to pay you $50 per day for and I'm like oh yay! Yeah. I am powerful and then you you see that the affirmations because once you start seeing that the affirmations work even mm. if it's in small measures and small doses you start to believe it more mm-hmm. do you understand
1: well, I, I was even told, I was even touching on prior to people getting to that point mm-hmm Cause, you know you ask that like how do you even build mental strength prior to you because there's some people that see these things and like for those who aren't nigerians listening to this so basket mouth is a comedian well basket mouth has this like motivational thing that he does so when he says you know like oh yeah yeah i've seen it yeah like the other guy i don't know his name he yeah, would come butchie, and butchie i think you know what he's just say? yeah butchie yeah butchie okay okay he would come and say what did you just talk about now like you know what's that like does it even mean anything and if you think about it depending on your situation mm-hmm. you'd understand where basketball is coming from and you also understand where that other guy is coming from yeah because there's some people that they're in a state where even seeing all those things posted up people you know talking about like you know i i wasn't able to do a b c and d and now i'm able to do it he took me so 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 amount of years there's some people that haven't even gotten to that space yet to even believe that words can become something that would manifest in their life. so what I was saying was that the the more you practice it because when you believe in it like there's some people that they're really good writers you can come up with the most amazing quote and you can come up with the, the most amazing sentence mm-hmm. or phrase mm-hmm. and you know people will post it and get lots of likes and all these different things but what's important is that someone who needs it can read it and and understand it to mean something in their lives. Yeah. If that makes sense, you know? So the, the best way to do that is, again, starting with what you started off with, centering yourself, understanding what it is that you've acknowledged about what you're going through, what you intend to, you know, learn from it, as well as improve with time. So the certain words would then make sense for you. So if your trauma lies in maybe like a health related issue.
0: Or you could say I'm healthy, something. I'm healthy, I'm strong, i yeah, will get through this. Exactly. You know, stuff like you know, that. And
1: if it's anything to do with relationships, like you said earlier, it would it might be every time you see an affirmation about, you know, staying strong and focused, you would always remember not to keep company of people that don't appreciate you or don't make you feel or make you feel a certain way that you don't like. You know so there's certain things that one is able to realize once you've centered yourself you've acknowledged what it is that you're you're healing from and like you said as well um, what has caused it to so like the tiny little things that mount up to become the huge thing that is impacting your life and not making you feel like you're improving or moving forward. once you realize those things so acknowledgement, You understanding the reason why you're healing, you centering yourself, knowing the reason why you're doing what you're doing, because that's your motivation. Everyone is different. We all have a motivation. Some people, it's like a light bulb moment for them. They realize what their purpose is and nothing, not being in a wheelchair, not being able to talk, not being able to do A, B, C and D would stop them. They'd still be able to, you know, achieve their goals, but it has to be very Intentional and it's very, very personal as well. Trauma can be very similar, but we all have different experiences and we have to understand that to be able to get better, I believe. Okay. Both so, we can learn from each other.
0: Okay, so rounding this up, because now it's up to an hour, we've been talking about wellness and healing yeah. and trauma. Yeah and i hope i haven't bored you guys yet and i hope that you know, no, you, well, it's okay you, yeah, i know it's <laughs> awesome i'm like
1: no, but no.
0: so <laughs> I'm, I'm i just want to be no, sure I that i haven't
1: right thing.
0: yeah i, I just i just want to be sure that you know you guys get the message no, no. and no, no, realize no. that you are I mean, like, there will
1: be a conclusive yeah con-
0: conclusive, yeah yeah so i um, i just want to, you guys to know that you are in charge of your own healing No one else can do it for you. But you need to identify your triggers and you need to identify the signs when you are in trauma. You need to understand the signs when you are hurting. So you need to know what is going on first before you even take the step to healing. You can't heal from something you don't know exists. Um, It's just like people in abusive relationships, but say, oh, yeah, this is how normally... this is how people treat people that they are in love with or this is how people treat their children you know you have to recognize Yeah, you need to recognize that you are in trauma or you need to recognize the pain first before you say oh yeah this is you know this is a thing um so bringing it back to everything if you would like to talk about your trauma my podcast is mostly anonymous when I say mostly, my guests are mostly anonymous. I am not, <laughs> because I'm the host, obviously. <laughs> but you can send me a message, an email rather. Email is projectrandompodcast at gmail You can also send me messages on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter handles. Everything is called da project random. That's d a project random um, on Instagram. Twitter, and Facebook. and uh, Please follow, like, share, send this message to someone you think that needs it. There's no better time for you to start self-healing than now. This is Mina and Basitat signing out. It's been real. So, let's start. Say bye to everybody.
1: <laughs> All right, Bye, everyone. And I hope everyone who listens or who gets to listen to this can, even if you don't share the podcast of which you should, you could always just have conversations with people about healing and and some people might not even use the word healing it might just be the word getting better, over
0: it getting yeah, get, better get over it, yeah. you know
1: like cause oftentimes some people might think healing there's nothing wrong with me but just be the best you can have mm-hmm. conversations with people about getting better okay. and everything they do in general cause it's holistic it doesn't have to be once you go to hospital or something happens to you or you have like a really bad breakup it doesn't have to get to that point it makes it a lot more easier to bounce back yeah when you don't drink yourself to a point where someone has done something so bad it's like health as well if you take care of your system even when you do have a cold or there's something wrong with you you're able to bounce back if your immune system is quite good okay but yeah.
0: okay so that's round it up um guys it's been real thank you very much for listening and signing out bye bye